Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy, founders of the Anti-Aging Clinic in Water Hill, Florida, where the alternatives matter. Now here are your hosts, David and Stephanie Tippy. Welcome to our listeners. This is Stephanie Tippy, and welcome to Aging Younger Radio. David and I, we broadcast live every Wednesday from our clinic in Tamarack, Florida. You can reach us at 954-742-4430, and you can visit us online at agingyounger.net. David is on assignment and won't be joining us this evening, but I have a powerful guest who will be giving us a ton of information about hemp. I never thought the universe would grace me with the opportunity of meeting entrepreneur or hemppreneur, Tyler J. Hoff. Now, uh, the I know Tyler just for the, the last month or so, uh, speaking with him, having found him, believe it or not, via Cyberland, and I find him to be a very open, a creative, a receptive, and he's also very excited to meet each day and ready to serve. Now, this is who Tyler J. Hoff is. This is the person, this is what he has portrayed to me during our various uh, telephone conversations. And he is continually sowing the seeds of consciousness for humanity to harvest. Not only that, but he continually sows the seeds of the hemp plant so that we can all benefit from the miraculous, uh, uh, wondrous, possibilities that this plant will uh, give to us. That being said, I'd like to introduce Tyler J. Hoff, hemp entrepreneur, and welcome to Aging Younger Radio, Tyler. Well, thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. I'm looking forward to this. And I do have one small correction. I I wish I do, or I wish I did, um, sow actual seeds of hemp. I, I haven't quite got to that level yet, but... Um, as soon as uh, the borders or the, the gates are let down for us to grow industrial hemp here, I'd love to be a part of that and will be. Well, let's start the show off uh, by my asking you, why are we still in the good old U.S. of A. having difficult times in uh, obtaining permission to uh, harvest hemp? Well, there's a few popular ideas about why we're not um, fully benefiting. It's actually a very ironic situation that the United States is in because we're the largest importers of all the different types of hemp products in the world, yet we're the only industrialized nation that legally cannot grow it yet. So it's it's a little bit of an irony, um, actually a major irony, I would say. Um, But most people um, would lean toward, you know, the fact that this plant was outlawed back in the 30s, um, you know, demonizing its more medicinal side, uh, but somehow the baby got thrown out with the bathwater, even though that's not the best expression to use because both aspects of the plant, um, industrial as well as medical, I think are absolutely valid and, and should be taken a look at on all levels, um, you know, on, in every country. So... It's it's really a matter of, of law, some would say, you know, and, and um, a matter of economics. You know, the lumber companies, the petrochemical companies, the pharmaceutical companies could all be perceiving this plant as a threat or as, um, as you know, competition, so to speak. So there's popular belief that William Randolph Hearst was part of that whole uh, demonization and, and uh, the U.S. government making... Uh, different, you know, campaigns to kind of demonize the plant. But it's finally coming back. You know, its roots are so strong, and this is a plant that will come through, and and I feel empower humanity on a whole new level. 
It's amazing. In a way, it, I would think it's kind of synonymous with the prohi- Prohibition era, huh? When they uh, prohibited yeah. the distillation of uh, liquor uh, from corn or whatever they used to make uh, liquor, and now they're prohibiting the harvesting of the, the hemp plant or the cannabis. Uh, but yet w- other countries uh, uh, do, such as Canada, isn't Canada the largest country, the country that has the largest harvest of of hemp? That's a great question. Um, I don't specifically know the numbers. They probably are the largest country for producing hemp seed product, um, you know, as far as hemp protein, hemp seed oil, and then the shelled hemp seed. And some companies also offer whole sterilized hemp seed. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're one of the largest uh, countries that is – is producing this uh, plant for food and, and, you know, England is on board, France, Spain, Germany, Austria, all, um, uh, New Zealand, uh, you know, there's over 30 industrialized nations that are growing this plant for food, shelter, and clothing. And, you know, the fact that it's illegal, it's, it's old, old, um, you know, old news. It's 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 coming through. You know, the people are the country. The people are the government. And so, as we all synonymously start thinking the same way, the laws are going to follow suit, in my belief. So we just keep keep doing the the work, and it will come together for us to benefit. Well, you, you know, even more because we won't have to outsource. Which is a shame because it, it, it's it's becoming cost prohibitive on the food side of uh, of the spectrum. But it's amazing how all the countries that you just listed where hemp is harvested are the same countries that are not allowing GMO products. And yet here in the United States, we allow GMO products and do not harvest uh, allow for the harvesting of hemp. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting parallel. There, you know, every country has its its looseness and tightness on certain things and uh, you know, certain laws or the way they perceive certain medications or like for example, one of the websites that my partner and I run is enzymesandprobiotics.com and we had an order come from Norway and they ordered, you know, over $500 worth of enzymes, probiotics, superfoods and it got to their country, and the country said, sorry, we can't allow this to come in because it has bromelain, you know, which is an enzyme that helps break down proteins, and they sent it back, and they couldn't get their, you know, high-quality enzymes, and it's it's like, okay, well, that country doesn't allow bromelain. <laughs> so that's amazing. It, it bromelain is very, that's a very, uh, it's highly concentrated, I believe, in uh, pineapple, right? Mm-hmm. Pineapple mm-hmm. Like- of bromelain it's a very it's it's an awesome enzyme that, uh, but you have to be careful i know uh there are a lot of restrictions uh for importing supplements and or foods into other countries mm-hmm. uh, so they, other countries have their so-called fda but our fda here in the good old us of a is so restrictive because i really believe that they are more in line uh or uh, with big pharma and big big business, uh, and not so much pro-American, but that's another whole topic of discussion. But that being Mm -hmm. all said, Tyler, tell us, Mm -hmm. who are you? I am a spiritual, electrical, unlimited being that has no name, (laughs) other than (laughs) the name that my wonderful, beloved parents gave me, Tyler J. Hoff, and Tyler... uh, Etymologically, or the whole name, Tyler is somebody who lays tiles, like, you know, laying tiles, a Tyler. And Jeffrey is my middle name, which is also my father's name. And Jeffrey comes uh, from Germanic origin, which means God's peace or peace of God. And Hof is like a home um, or a courtyard. So I I lay the foundation for a peaceful home, which is what I like to believe in and live by on a daily basis because it's all about our home. Uh, you know, our home meaning our body temple first. And, you know, obviously the earth is also our home and the universe is our home. Um, And then also our our living environments. And the fact that hemp is something that can be used for food, shelter, and clothing, I figured 
Well, I'm going to use hemp to lay that foundation for Mother Earth and for the people of Mother Earth to, you know, benefit and value from this amazing, amazing, abundant plant for those reasons. So that's who I am and that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so Also known as Tyler Hemp. Tyler Hemp, the hemp, um, the hemppreneur. I, I think that's very creative, mm-hmm. Tyler. I like that. But you, you said something very profound uh, that you're spiritual, and which I believe we are all spiritual beings living in the human experience, and we all have a purpose uh, at living living as human beings uh, or experiencing the. Uh, humanity if you will but in essence being spiritual so would you say then your purpose is to bring awareness to planet earth and uh, the inhabitants of uh, of the powers of hemp i would say yes absolutely this is a facet of my purpose and first and foremost i would say my purpose is to live in love each moment at my best and and to be an example for that in the world and be a lighthouse for God's love, God meaning the I am presence that is all awareness. And so that's why we are hemp aware because it's all about the awareness. You know, you can have, you can change your awareness and you can change your life. And so if we change our awareness about this hemp plant, then I believe it it really will bring in more abundance and more health and more happiness, more fulfillment for myself and the entire planet. So talk to us. Talk to my listeners uh, about the awareness of hemp. Give the full spectrum of the purpose of hemp because I, until I met you, was only fully aware of the medicinal aspect of hemp and hemp as a protein, uh, a food-based protein, because I personally eat a lot of hemp. I love hemp. I love the taste of hemp. And I put it in my my smoothies. I put it in my um, quinoa. It just adds a lot of flavor. I also put it in my salads. It it, it just Mm -hmm. adds to the food uh, source that one is consuming. But uh, can talk to us about the full awareness of the hemp plant. And and it, you mentioned food, shelter, clothing. So, okay, l- let's go deeper into the food. W- what have I not mentioned that you know that I don't know that we can share? Well, I, I want to preface this by saying, you know, I am not here to say plant the hemp plant is the only thing, you know, that can benefit and transform the planet. There's so many amazing plants out there and 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 plants that can do so many amazing things. Hemp is one of them, and I feel that, you know, for what it takes to grow it and, and harvest it and turn it into these, um, these products, it's just a no-brainer. Um, but as far as, you know, the food aspect, we could have a, a show just on the benefits of hemp food or food, um, you know, hemp as a food. And, you know, let's just start, for example, the hemp seed, the whole hemp seed. The hemp is about 30% protein. And so you're getting a massive amount of amino acids. You're getting all 10 essential amino acids. And uh, for people that don't know, there's about 22 different amino acids. And 10 of them are essential, which means our bodies don't necessarily produce them internally, so we have to get them from our foods. And so hemp is one of those plants that actually contains all of the 10 essential amino acids, and one of those amino acids is edistin or edistine or edistine, however you want to pronounce it. And this particular amino acid is what allows this plant to assist your body with digestion. It's the word edistin is actually where the word edible comes from. Uh, so when things are edible, it's, you know, it means you can digest it well. So consuming hemp like you do with your soups, with your smoothies, with your salads, you're giving your body those amino acids, which as we know are the basic building blocks. And if we don't have all the amino acids, our immune system doesn't function properly. We can't build lean muscle, skin, bones, and be able to, Meta- um, you know, manufacture our own metabolic enzymes 
because enzymes are what run every function of the body. And if we don't have amino acids, which are what enzymes are made of, then we can't have a powerful, radiant, vibrant, healthy life. And so hemp contributes to that. And um, as far as, you know, the, the oil content, hemp is one of those plants that actually contains omega-3, omega-6, and omega-9. And it's, it's a perfect ratio for our bodies uh, to absorb and, and, you know, to build healthy blood. Um, and then, of course, you know, it has magnesium and uh, it has other wonderful um, aspects to it as far as minerals and antioxidants. But, you know, just the fact that of the protein alone is, is, is a reason for everybody to throw down um, these, these laws and start saying, let's feed our people with, you know, an amazing source of protein. It's also very high in fiber, which is necessary for a healthy digestive tract. So, it, like exactly. you saw, it's high in protein, it's high in the essential fatty acids, and just to reiterate for the people who might not have heard you earlier, essential fatty acids, meaning those fatty acids that the body itself does not make, and then the fiber. So it it has a it's packed with the threes, the fiber, the protein, and the EFAs, the omega-3, 6, and 9. And I'll tell you, I, like I said earlier in our conversation, the taste is, it, it, it's so delicious. I now cannot go back to um, when I was first introduced to hemp. Prior to that, I was eating, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, it's another plant, uh, omega-3 source. But um, what uh, what is it? I said flax. Yes, thank you. Flaxseed, flaxseed, and this is a wonderful I, was, source. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> After being introduced to hemp, I I can't go back to flaxseed. I just don't like the taste, and I find it. Yeah, I, I like the nutty flavor. Okay. I find the, with the flax, it kind of uh, stick. It's like a sticky. It sticks to the roof of your mouth. I, I just don't find it highly um, uh, digestible for me. But hemp is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Tyler, with all the, I I wonder how much how costly it is to harvest hemp because with all of the nutritious. Uh, or nutrition that is it's filled you know all the starving people could be fed in this world from one plant it's true it's so true so and, do, do and you really, know mm-hmm. do you know offhand if it's if it's uh, uh, expensive to to harvest hemp now, when you say harvest, you're talking about a farmer to actually invest in it, and, and um, as far as buying the seeds, planting them, watering it, and then harvesting it, the machinery, is, is that what you're referring to? Yes, whereas the governments might want to consider doing something like this to feed their hungry. Well, that's, you know, a great idea. Um I don't know exactly what the investment would be for a farmer, uh, especially in the United States, since we, you know, haven't done the research in a long time. But I know that the U.S. Ag, Ag Department actually did plenty of studies, and we were growing over 30,000 acres of hemp back in the 1940s and early 1940s for um, World War II efforts. It was actually mandatory for farmers to grow a portion of their crops a portion of their fields for the hemp crop for cordage and, um, you know, fatigues and ropes uh, for the sails and, um, you know, laces for the boots and all that. So um, I don't know how much they were doing for food source, but I'm sure those numbers are, are readily available, especially for from, you know, Germany or England or Hungary and these other countries. Um, but I can tell you, I, I guarantee it's just as easy for, a farmer to invest in cotton as it is in hemp or flax or any other plant. It's, um, I know the machinery, we have it. Um, a lot of the machines that can harvest flax or canaf are also capable of harvesting hemp. 
and uh, they have new equipment that they're designing that will not only harvest the seed off of the plant, it'll actually collect the seed on the upper portion, but then there's a, a portion on the lower part of the uh, tractor that will cut the fiber or the stalk of the plant, and that way we can utilize both parts of the plant. Um, and, you know, there's a lot more people out there that know more about genetics and, and how to grow hemp than I do, um, but, you know, you can you can find plants that are really good for seed fiber and then you probably won't use the um, the, the stalk of the plant for, for thread or for fabric material, but you could use it for construction material like hempcrete, and you could break that woody material down into hemp herd. And, you know, there's people that are extracting CBDs from that, and they're turning it into hempcrete, which is uh, a material that is uh, 10 times lighter than steel, but four times the strength. And hempcrete actually petrifies over time. Uh, it's much more breathable, so it allows people to save on their energy bills. And there was actually a, a home that was built in Asheville, North Carolina, completely out of hempcrete. And uh, there's a company called Hemp Technologies that is uh, doing a hempcrete workshop up in Seattle uh, at the end of the month on November 22nd. They're going to start teaching people how to start building with hempcrete because um, it's you know you can get you know hemp herd for a very affordable price uh, when you're getting it in bulk. So you know for contractors and people that are in construction, this is a fabulous avenue for them to invest you know on that end. Um, but back around to your question, you know, as far as investing for the farmers, I would say it's just as easy as, as investing in any other crop, um, if not more viable, because it doesn't require pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, larvicides. It doesn't require any of that other, uh, you know, mumbo-jumbo. Well, no, then it, it, it's really a shame that we as a nation are losing sight as to how we can take care of some very serious problems that we have. Look at the people in the Appalachia here in the United States. Uh, look at the, the street people uh, who are going hungry. Uh, and, and, and instead of uh, all because of maybe it's political mumbo-jumbo and, again, going back to who in Washington has the strongest and biggest lobbyist with the biggest pocketbook is keeping this away from uh, from the public because of the the jealousness and the fear is a better word the fear that big pharma might have over hemp coming out onto the market because it's a plant-based product it's mother nature and mother nature cannot be patented and because it cannot be patented, it, there's not a lot of uh, of uh, profit involved. So people don't want to get involved in it. So then we go back full circle, and we really, the government really doesn't care about the people, whether or not they have uh, food in their stomach or whether or not they have clothes on, on them. I didn't know that hemp was available for building, for construction, for clothing. I until just this very moment speaking with you, I was not aware of that. So this one plan, yeah, and this one plan can can take care of so many different issues. What about low income housing? You just mentioned. Uh, Tyler, that it's a very it's affordable, extremely affordable if you buy in bulk now the for construction purposes. Um, so, what about building for low income housing? It's absolutely a viable idea, and I, like I said, feel that you know if if anyone out there is in construction or is a contractor or a builder or they know people that are in that to start spreading the word and recommending, hey, this is a great opportunity not only, you know, to bring more health into our homes, uh, but also as, a, as an economic, you know, boom for uh, boosting our own local economies, local as possible. I mean, obviously we're importing this hemp now, but the more that people are purchasing it, the more people are using it, the more the demand will go up and, and the quicker these laws will change. And, uh, you know, to, to touch back on what you're saying, seeing people on the streets and and people without homes uh, and, you know, even the homes that people are living in, they're very toxic and they're full of formaldehyde and lead and paints and, 
you know, glues in the carpets and dust mites and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So if we have more allergenic homes to live in, that's a central, um, you know, principle for living a healthy lifestyle. Um, so people that are in the green movement, you know, this is a fabulous um, – or people that want to bridge into the green movement or eco-movement or healthy movement, whatever you want to call it, it it's really a matter of, you know, like h- helping the whole planet, you know. Um, and, and really I feel – that, you know, we could, to get kind of spiritual for a minute, we could, you know, do physical things to change laws, you know, getting signatures and lobbying and physically, um, you know, making phone calls and doing things like that. And I feel that more importantly is the awareness that each one of us has. And so the reason why I believe hemp is illegal is the same reason that, you know, most people are thinking the same thoughts day in and day out, you know, watching the media and, and you know, repeating certain patterns and, and seeing billboards and kind of just being programmed on autopilot rather than being aware of the thoughts that are coming out of the mind and and stopping before those thoughts come out and being conscious of what they are. And I know that's kind of deep, but just, you know, having more love and appreciation for ourselves and I've experienced it and I've witnessed it. You know, I'm only 30 years of age, but I've lived long enough to witness people that are above 60. And I I witness how they live and how they think and how they operate moment by moment. And it's not to say we don't have challenges and we're not challenged, but it is to say that we created those challenges. And the moment that we can take responsibility for what is and not say, oh, it's their responsibility. They have to change it. They have to do something in order for us to, you know, experience the benefits, then we're just putting the power outside of ourselves. So the more we can say, you know, I, I can do this, and, and, and you know, even just meditating on the fact that hemp is legal, which I do all the time. You know, I just sit here and I look out the window and I look at the world as though hemp is legal and I operate that way. And so things happen magically, and, and that's kind of the world that I, I live from at my best. And I encourage others to do, you know, it's, it's, it might sound woo woo and it might sound crazy, but we all do it. We all utilize our imagination every moment of the day. And so the more we can be conscious of what is being put into that imagination machine, it will, you know, dictate what we see in the world. So I love, I, I, anyway. love, you. I love the fact that you threw out uh, using your imagination because I have my own personal quote and that is, to dream big and to allow your imagination to soar into reality, allowing yourself to awaken your higher consciousness, uh, living your passion, and conquering the secret to life. Because that's all it is, is awakening your higher consciousness. And once you tap into that higher consciousness and going on to the spiritual realm right now, then we are able to to just do anything and and everything that uh, our hearts desire, and that's where the Absolutely. abundance. That's where abundance comes from, yeah. and, and that's it why is. I think. Yes, and that's my own personal quote. So I'm glad you oh, threw that. So I love it. So. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to ask you uh, how you got into hemp, because not too many people are into hemp. So please, (laughs) to our uh, listeners, don't go away. We will be right back. Uh, You're listening to Stephanie Tippy, Aging Younger Radio, with Tyler J. Hoff, the hemp entrepreneur, and we shall be right back. Don't go away. Look your best safely without surgery. We offer non-surgical facelift treatments complete with professional skincare products utilizing magical copper. The Anti-Aging Clinic shows you weight management and body contouring, all safe and non-invasive. Turn back the hands of time with Growth Factor Spray. Antioxidants are our first line of defense against aging. Our professionals can scientifically verify if your vitamins are working with new laser technology. Get your score by calling today. Younger is a way of life. When you understand that, good 
health and longevity will follow. The brain and endocrine system control your body, including things like weight gain. When your hormones are out of balance, your body cannot function properly. Call the anti-aging clinic and begin to age younger today. Call 954-742-4430. That's 954-742-4430. We are back, and thank you for staying with us. This is Stephanie Tippy, Aging Younger Radio, and I have Tyler J. Hoff with me. And I was asking Tyler, who is the hemp entrepreneur, or hemppreneur as he likes to refer it, Tyler, so how did you get involved in hemp? Well, well it all started about 10,000 years ago. 10,000? Um, <laughs> I love it. I've been it. here many times. <laughs> um, You're an old soul. Well, yeah, I think we're all kind of part of that same soul, and and uh, we're coming here once again to fulfill God's will, which is, which is uh, the highest work. And so how I was introduced was through my grandmother, actually. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I take that back because at about the age 14, maybe um, I learned about hemp twine and I knew about cannabis and, and um, just, you know, learning through it in the community. And I was about 17 when my grandmother came home one day from uh, the health food store. She said, look, Tyler, I got some hemp protein powder. And I thought, hemp protein powder? I I thought you could just make twine with it. And, um, and then from that moment on, just this huge light bulb went off and I was, I, I realized why I was here. I knew that if you can make food, and at the time, I'll, I'll also kind of backtrack, I was very into, um, you know, eco-friendly movements and going to peace rallies and organizing uh, workshops on water conscious, you know, consciousness about water and water preservation. And and um, I was kind of, you know, I was in a band, so I was singing about peace and, and just raising awareness and, so I, I was kind of already into that idea of, you know, helping the planet. So when I heard about hemp, I knew why I was here. And by the time I was 20, I packed my bags. And I, um, well, before that, I actually created an organization called Human Exchange Musical Programs. And I know that's kind of a mouthful, um, but the acronym is HEMP. And my vision was to create uh, hemp schools that, you know, obviously were built with hemp and had hemp paper and hemp desks and all the walls were made out of hemp. And there were schools that were based on music and travel for the form of learning. So, because when I was in school, I always loved going on field trips. And um, I'm sure most people love going to school that day, you know, when you're going on a field trip. Um, so I wanted it to be like a constant field trip and, and to have different countries um, go to other countries to learn through music and travel and through the arts ultimately in these hemp schools. And so I had pen pals and I would send instruments to Africa and I had a, a dear friend of mine who had a nonprofit organization and we would send all kinds of pencils and, you know, paper and instruments and, you know, different things to uh, the schools there, which, you know, he still does. His name is Kiro from Southern California at the African corner. And uh, so I was, you know, really into hemp. I wanted to do hemp and I created this organization. Um, and and then when I was 20, I um, realized I wanted to, you know, start traveling and, and experience this. So I went to France. I got to build with hemp there. I, I went to England and Germany, the Netherlands. And I, <clears throat> went to, you know, hemp museums and hemp stores and I got to meet all different, you know, hemp owners and people that have hemp companies and made wonderful relationships with these people and and just solidified my dream and my purpose and and I came back to the states and um kind of, you know, fine-tuned my ability to to market and bring this to the people, I, you know, I went to um, junior college and took marketing, and so you know, I do all the branding and and labeling and web design and all the you know stuff for our our companies, and so I just made it my passion and and um, became a entrepreneur, um, among other things. You know, like I said, we also have our foundation 
um, thevitallifeplatform.com, which is our platform for sharing these universal principles that we teach and share. Um, so, you know, the journey has just been about 13 years now of me just spreading the word about hemp. And in the beginning of my journey, I was out lobbying, getting signatures and going to all kinds of events. And and, uh, and then one day I kind of realized, you know, I'm, I'm going to actually go more within and, and do the inner work and not so much <clears throat> be out on the streets, but <clears throat> just build, building these you know, world-class companies that can empower and educate people's hemisphere because it's important. <laughs> that, that's beautiful. That is an incredible mm-hmm. journey, an incredible experience in such a short period of time, being mm-hmm. only 30 years of age. Uh, so you truly, uh, you know, you're living the lifestyle of someone who truly ages younger. And so I oh, I love the name of your show. Thank you. Well, that's the name of our business, Aging Younger Anti-Aging Clinic. And it's all about Great. lifestyle. It's all about lifestyle. And, and and when people finally get it into their heads that if they change the way they eat, uh the way they drink, how they consume, the type of exercise as opposed to sitting, uh, becoming a couch potato, eating a bag of chips and just watching TV, they're going to live a longer and healthier life. And I I wish people would just come down and and people from afar uh, could see my, my father, for an example. He's 90 years young. You wouldn't believe he's 90 Mm -hmm. years because he walks the Mm -hmm. talk that David and I push on him because at first he was mm-hmm. resistant but now he's the one who says David where's my vitamins because we're very big mm-hmm. into supplementation so we know the importance of digestive enzymes like and so as you know we we know the importance of um as well as for the probiotics and we have a very uh, strong uh, probiotic line so but a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know this that's why we came up with what we have here in our little clinic. And now, Tyler, I am so ecstatic because people are starting to become aware, and we have people coming from all over the U.S., and people are traveling over an hour within from in Florida driving, coming down to see us here at the clinic because they are in awe of the transitions that they are seeing in their bodies and their families' bodies just from the simple suggestions and the products that they are starting uh, on uh, working with us here at the clinic. Well, that's fabulous. It really is about life <clears throat> lifestyle. And, you're, you know, I love the name of your, your company because you're, you're reminding people that no first and foremost aging younger it's like you're putting two words together where people have a certain concept about what it means to age and you're putting younger with that so you're you're allowing a new neural network to be created in people's minds about what it means to age just by the name of your your company and then you know the principles that are behind it are you know the foundation and and you're absolutely right. It's it's about drinking high-quality water and breathing long, slow, and deep and making sure we're getting enough sun each day and making sure we're getting our feet on the earth and grounding with the soil and making sure, like you said, we're moving our body, moving that lymphatic fluid, which is part of our immune system. It's part of the, you know, the garbage can, um, you know, the trash trucks. You know, they come up and pick all the junk and deliver it to the colon so it can be eliminated properly and and, you know, supplementation, I feel, in this day and age, because of the way humanity and mankind has has gone with our choices as far as our technologies, you know, I feel that it, it's essential to supplement unless you're living out on the land and you're tilling your own soil, you're, you know, putting your own compost in your soil and you're doing your own growing then you're getting food that's enzyme and mineral deficient, and it's going to be harder for your body to digest it. So it's essential to get that support. You just did a a very short synopsis of uh, four of our eight steps to aging younger. (laughs) You just did. So thank you. 
Well, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Because the first step is supplementation. The second step is improve the lymphatic system. And uh, the the third step is improve the cardiovascular system, which has to do with movement. And uh, Mm -hmm. number Step number six uh, is hydration, drinking the proper water, alkaline water. So thank you for throwing out four of my steps to aging younger. But what I'd like to throw mm-hmm. out is somebody came to me. I threw some, uh, I put a post out on LinkedIn, and somebody said, love the concept, prevention, aging younger, have a problem with aging younger because of the ageism it re- it's referring to, especially in today's culture. Uh, with uh, such uh, young, um, young driven uh, uh, towards uh, being young. Uh, so ageism to me, I, I don't like it. So I went back and I said, uh, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate your reading the post and, and making your comments. But just for the record, I'd like for people to understand that aging younger is not age-related, nor is it gender-related. It is health-related. And that's what aging younger is all about, health and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Leads me to your to another question for you: How can anyone start integrating hemp into their home or their companies and and, and lifestyle? How how can uh, talk to us about it? Because and how can you help them through your business? Because I know you supply a lot of these goods, and I'd like you to talk about your company. Well, I would say there are many different ways to begin integrating hemp. And as as far as our focus, you know, we do bulk supplies, and and so we do cater to, you know, companies large and small. And if if somebody, you know, just did one thing, it could be to purchase hemp seeds. Uh, You know, that's going to continue the demand for hemp, and they're going to be getting a wonderful source of protein, as we mentioned, and essential fatty acids. Um, a source that, that I've created is our hemp educational website, as I like to say, hempaware.com. And on our blog at hempaware.com, we share stories of how people are integrating hemp into their companies, into their homes, into their lifestyle, and they're able to you know get inspiration from that. Um, but, you know, you could start wearing hemp clothing you could begin um you know integrating hemp seed oil into your into your salads or or soups uh you could begin if you're like a, a bodybuilder or you're into getting high amounts of protein and you're an athlete you can start consuming hemp protein powder um there's you know also as we mentioned the construction aspects of of the hemp crete if you're an interior designer um, or, you know, a furniture maker, you could start using fabrics for drapery. You could start making couches and, you know, uh, duvets, you know, sheets, pillowcases, robes, mats. Um, I've even seen hemp carpets before. And so there's there's supposedly, according to uh, Popular Mechanics magazine, they published an article back in 1931 in the February edition called Hemp, the Billion Dollar Crop. So if back in 1931 they were saying that this was a billion dollar crop, I'm sure it's a trillion dollar crop by now. And so, you know, not only as end users can people start uh, integrating this on a daily basis to, you know, improve their health or uh, contribute to the green movement and, you know, rather than consuming uh, things that are more toxic on the environment, uh, such as cotton, which is one of the largest consumers of uh, pesticides and herbicides, uh, which go right into our waterways. You know, if, if you're choosing to use hemp, which I know it is more cost-effective, and you, you do have to look at it as an investment, and maybe just try to buy one thing at a time. You know, get a pair of socks and show off your socks to everybody, and and uh, you know, give us a call and maybe we can point in the direction of, of, you know, something that will be more cost effective because we do have, you know, friends all over the industry offering wonderful different finished hemp products. Um, But like I said, we, you know, we would supply these companies with the bulk supplies and then they turn it into finished products like pants or jackets or hats um, or pillows or, you know, I've even, um, I actually just uh, purchased a pair of 
hemp glasses, the first of its kind. They're uh, a company out of England called Hemps, H-E-M-P-S. And uh, they took the hemp fiber and they made a little mold and they put the hemp fibers in that mold and they uh, produced themselves a pair of hemp glasses. So um, I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to receiving those glasses in June. Uh, anybody can still go to uh, their Kickstarter campaign and contribute uh, to their campaign to help develop this um, this product. They're, they were already funded, so uh, you're definitely going to get the glasses if you uh, contribute to it. But um, <clears throat> one of the other things I wanted to mention, um, which is right along the lines of these glasses, are all the different... Um, potential uses for composites. You know, uh, there's a company out of Australia uh, a few years ago or many several years ago that was developing hemp instruments, chairs, like they had a hemp guitar, a hemp didgeridoo, a hemp djembe drum. Uh, they had a hemp chair and, you know, hemp CD case. Um, there, there's all kinds of hemp composites that you can make with this fiber uh, because of its strength and the cellulose content, which is about 70% cellulose. So it's wonderful. Um, as a matter of fact, in Germany, uh, or actually in Europe, um, all over Europe, BMW, Mercedes, and a uh, few other industry um, leaders uh, in the uh, automotive industry are producing inlays for the cars that about 30% of the vehicles on the road have hemp fiber composites in the actual door, you know, the fiber inlay. So there's there's unlimited, you know, um, products that could be created. And uh, hopefully some people got some ideas or you know, inspiration of what the, how they could start integrating into their uh, companies. And even, you know, children's products like diapers and little, you know, baby towels or baby robes. Um, there's tons of things. Baby slippers. <laughs> Anything adult, you can make baby too, hemp. So, um there's so many industries and, and uh, markets that could be, um, you know, approached with this. And we haven't even actually talked about the CBD market, which is, is something that I just recently um, have been getting into over the last year, you know, been doing my Excuse research. Me, and my, the, the what market? What market? CBD, sorry, yeah. CBD, which is cannabidiol. Uh, cannabidiol is a compound a cannabinoid, and cannabinoid is the um, chemical compound that, you know, is in hemp, the hemp plant, the cannabis hemp plant, um, but it's also in, you know, other plants like um, chocolates, um, and we actually produce cannabinoids in our own bodies. Um, we have what's called CB1 receptors and CB, CB2 receptors, which run our nervous system, um, our lymphatic system, um, I'm sorry, not our lymphatic system, um, but the, you know, the whole neurological system in the brain and uh, the central nervous system requires cannabinoids to function. And we actually uh, put together a 33-page ebook. My my beloved Hempress and I, her name is the Dodi Sattva, uh, <sighs> and her site, she's a wonderful, wonderful um, hemp entrepreneur and healer, um, naturalist, and she has a site called uh, com, and um, she you know shares wonderful methods of cleansing and but we together wrote a book called everything you need to know about cannabinoids and it's actually on our on our website uh, uh, com. you can get it there or cannabinoidinfo.com and cannabinoid info you know we put that website together it's a free website a place where we've been archiving videos, articles, uh, scientific reviews, and all different types of um, materials for people to educate themselves about cannabinoids because uh, it's uh, a whole new you, industry. Why don't you spell mm-hmm. uh, cannabinoid.com so people, C-A, spell it. C-A-N-N-A-B-I-D, I'm sorry, I-N-O-I-D. So C A N N A C A N N A B I N O I D info info dot com. Cannabinoid. Cannabinoid. Yeah. A B I N O I D dot com. 
info.com. Info.com. Okay. So it's mm-hmm. cannabinoidinfo.com. And I think that's mm-hmm. a wonderful place for people to tap into as a, a resource, along with your Vitality uh, website. I love that one. Vital- what is it? Vitality mm-hmm. Yeah, Vital Life Foundation or VitalLifePlatform.com. Yeah, that's a wonderful uh, source uh, for people to tap into your wealth of information on lifestyle and resources, not just on hemp, uh, but also, you know, mm-hmm. Tyler, why don't you throw out a little bit about your uh, other, the, the other side of you. Uh, you are brilliant when it comes to hemp, and you are brilliant about how to educate people on the benefits of hemp and how to integrate into the lifestyle. But why not tell people about your singing abilities and your being a yogi and and just your lifestyle in general, because I find you fascinating. Well, um I would say that <laughs> I, I would like to, you know, share these other other technologies with people. And uh, at one point, I was, you know, more into uh, sharing the message of the, you know, these four principles that I live by. Which, um, you know, I've had many wonderful teachers in my life, and um, you know, I've I've delved into many different aspects of healing and alternative forms of healing, and like you said, yoga and meditation and um, music and, and many different other things like etymology and, and the Bible. And, and I, you know, there's so many areas of life that we can, that we can do. Um, there's certainly so many we can do in a lifetime. And so I figured, you know, behind the scenes, I'm working on myself and I'm just doing my best to master my breath, to master my mind, to master my body and, you know, to be my own government, uh, essentially to govern myself and, and to watch those changes happen in the world. And I believe, you know, we go through ages and we go through seasons in our life. And and I have committed uh, myself or my life to sharing uh, the benefit and value of hemp just because I'm such a believer. Um, but I also really fully believe in the message of, of the Bible and the message of love and the message of you know, Christ as our true identity and and recognizing that we are truly spiritual, unlimited, electrical beings that are capable of achieving anything that we set our hearts and our mind upon and we can fully bring ourselves to believe. And this message is so important. Um, and, and one day I, I do believe I will get more into sharing the truth, you know, the gospel of, of the truth of life because the word gospel just means good news. So I'm sharing right now the good news, the gospel of hemp, uh, the good news of hemp, and, and um, you know, just being an example of all these other things, hopefully. And I'm still working on myself, you know, as far as being the most radiant, vibrant, dynamic being that I could be. And um, there's so many wonderful teachers out there, um, you know, that are sharing the truth, like, you know, Dan McDonald and Lou Corona and Daniel Vitalis and... Uh, David Wolf and and Dr. Bob Marshall and um, many many other people out there that are just you know so fabulous sharing wonderful healing alternative um, you know ways and one of my greatest teachers is Neville Goddard. If there was you know one thing I would do is kind of follow after his teachings. Um, if I were to do something else um, in this lifetime, I would you know share the the truth of what the Bible is really teaching us um, and who we really are, but. You know, I'm, I'm only one person, uh, which is to say a lot, but only one person can do one, only so much in a lifetime. So, for me at this uh, at this season in my life, it's it's hemp, and you know, for the last 13 years. So, um, we'll see how it goes from here. Well, I I I think you're doing an incredible job, and uh, I. I, I I would like for you to point out, uh, again, how people can get in touch with you if they are interested in securing, because you can direct them to the other different uh, companies for the end product uh, from the hemp, i.e. the glasses, uh, the clothing, uh, the composite, whatever it may be. So do they get in touch with you through bulkwarehouse.com? Yeah, yeah, the phone number there is 805-410-HEMP. 
which is 4367. So 805-410-4367. And um, I love, you know, learning what people's dream and purpose is and seeing how we can help integrate hemp into their projects. And and if it's possible, we'll do it. If it's not, then we'll keep moving forward <laughs> and, uh, you know, do do the best we can from where we are with the resources available. Well, you know, we again, to repeat what I said earlier, and you're a firm believer in this, we are spiritual beings living the human experience. And if we can tap into our spirituality and, again, awaken our higher consciousness, there is no limitation. It's true. And to me, that's the answer to legalizing hemp. It's not about, you know, even getting people to change uh, how they think about hemp so much as how they think about themselves. Because... You know, how we think about ourselves is, is how we perceive the world. And so if we can inspire people to think more lovingly and consciously about who they are and, and what they are, uh, I think that's what will change the world, including allow hemp to be grown all over freely and abundantly for, you know, food, shelter, clothing, and 25,000 other things. How far out do you think we are from having it become legalized to uh, to grow hemp here in the U.S.? Well, currently there is a, um, uh, I don't quite know where you can get it, but there's a license that universities can apply for to grow industrial hemp for research purposes. And I think that's really the um, the first step. Well, obviously there's been 100,000 steps before this, but I think approximately about two years um We'll, we'll start seeing industrial hemp, you know, sh- much more strongly considered and seeing uh, seeing it on the ballots a lot more in all the different states. Um, I know VoteHemp.com um, is doing a lot of work to help legalize hemp, and they have wonderful resources. And, you know, you can go to VoteHemp.com to get um, access to your representatives in your area to write them articles and – or, I'm sorry, to write them letters – um, which I used to be more into, and it's great when people do it. You know, if you send, if you're an up-and-coming company, and you're like, "Hey, I want to have hemp in my company," and this is a completely viable economical thing, um, and I want to make children's toys with hemp, um, you know, here's here's my plan, and and these representatives are seeing these types of letters. Um, it's 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 all hempening. You know, I, I would say about two to three years, we're going to start seeing industrial hemp legalized and. In uh, in the states on a federal level, because right I now the like states are doing it, but federally that's where we got to see it. Well, I'd like to also see it for the food source. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, can you imagine yeah, a child a child's toy being made out of hemp, where there is no dangers of the the, the uh, bis uh, bisphenol A's from the plastics? Mhm, mhm. I've I've seen a really cute little hemp horse made out of hemp rope. It was awesome. Nice, Tyler. Nice. Well, mm. the ideas I, are you, endless. You need to go to uh, Washington, Tyler. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll we'll fill up our hemp car with hemp fuel and put on our hemp. Hemptrepreneur uh, suits, and I'll bring my hempress, and we'll travel drive across the country and go hemp power those uh, representatives. <laughs> that would be wonderful. So you know, we'll, Tyler, we'll bring, we'll bring, we'll bring them a hemp meal. <laughs> a hemp meal, <laughs> and I'll I'll make the hemp smoothie with the hemp Perfect. salad. You can you can meet us hemp there. Salad. What? I I said you can meet us over there. We'll we'll meet. Okay. You know, we're down to about a minute left to the show. So, again, this is, you have, to my listeners, we have been graced with Tyler J. Hoff, who is a hemppreneur, uh, who knows everything about hemp. And if you want to tap into his resources and uh, to secure your uh, hemp source, he can be reached at one eight zero five four one zero four three six. And, uh, Tyler, I want to thank you so very much for educating us on the many facets of this wonderful plant 
and uh, let us know what we can do to help support you to bring this to life even sooner because I am a proponent. I miss my hemp. I'm out of hemp. I've got to, now I have to go back into Canada to bring it in to, so that I can eat my hemp again, all because the good old US of A will not allow for its production. But that being said, Tyler, I hope you enjoyed being with Aging Younger Radio as much as we enjoyed having you. And, uh, uh, Stephanie, you're wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, and I would be happy to be on the show anytime. Oh, you're going to be back sooner than you think. And with that being said, <laughs> we are out of time, David and I. We will be back on the air next week, same time, same place. So remember, have a healthy Aging Younger week, and we will see you then. You've been listening to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy. You've just heard that alternatives to the sickness industry are alive and well, helping you to age younger. The Anti-Aging Clinic is located at 7200 West Commercial Boulevard in Lauder Hill, Florida. You can reach David and Stephanie at 954-742-4430. That phone number again is 954-742-4430. And you can learn more about them on their website, livelonger123.com. Join us every Wednesday and Friday at 1 o'clock for Aging Younger on 1040 W. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.